0: We're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Matthew Paris Show. I'm your host, Matthew Paris. Before we get started, make sure you hit the little subscribe button right down there in the corner on the Matthew Paris Show. It's always a great time here on the Matthew Paris Show. We talk sports, we talk Houston sports, we talk all kinds of sports. It's the sporting news show where you get the number one in sports. So let's get started. Uh, the Dodgers have recently just signed Shohei Otani. The deal is huge, it's for $700 million. Wow. The Dodgers have agreed to a deal with Shoei Otani. The two-way superstar revealed himself on his Instagram page. Otani will receive an ast- astounding $700 million over the next 10 years, as revealed in a statement from his CAA agent Nez Vallejo. It is a straight 10-year pact, as ESPN's Alden Gonzalez reports that the contract doesn't contain any opt-outs. <clears throat> Excuse me, According to ESPN's Jeff Passan, most of Otani's salary would be deferred, to concept suggested by Otani himself. The intent is to give the Dodgers a bit more flexibility to continue to spending and adding talent when someone uh, lowering the luxury tax hit. Regardless how the $700 million is eventually parceled over years, the coming years or decades, the 29-year-old Otani will land the single largest contract ever given to a professional athlete, topping the $674 million deal that soccer legend Lionel Messi signed with FC Barcelona for the 2017 on. La Legita seasons. First of all, I would like to express my sincere gratitude to everyone involved with the Angels organization, Otani said, and the fans who have supported me over the past six years, as well as to everyone involved with each team that was part of this negotiation process. Uh, Otavi said in his Instagram message, especially to the Angels fans who supported me through the ups and downs, your guys' support and cheer meant to the world to me. The six years I spent with the Angels remain etched in my heart forever. And to all Dodgers fans, I pledge to always do what's best for a team and always continue to give it uh, my all and the best version of myself until the last day of my playing career. I want to continue to strive forward, not only for the Dodgers, but for the baseball world. Um... So basically, yeah. So Shohei Tani was with the Los Angeles Angels. He's pretty much staying in the uh, city of Los, Ange- Los Angeles. And he is playing for the Dodgers now. $700 million for over 10 years. Um, yeah, congratulations to him. That's a huge, huge deal. Let's see what the Dodgers can do for next season with him. Um, yeah. In other news, the Kansas City Royals has signed left-hander Will Smith. Not the actor, but the left-handed pitcher. The Royals are one left-hander. Will Smith are in agreement as a one-year deal worth $5 million, according to ESPN Jeff Payson, as noted by Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic. Smith could earn up to $1 million in additional incentives. Smith, 34, returns to his club, with whom he made his big league debut back in 2012, then a starting pitcher. Smith took the ball for 16 turns through the rotation during his age 22 rookie campaign. Struggling to to a 5.32 ERA of 4.66 FIP across 89 two-thirds innings of work. The Royals converted Smith to relieve the following season, and the Southpaw hasn't looked back since. He posted a solid 3.24 ERA, 23% better than league average by ERA+, plus, a 3.03 FIP from 2013 to 16 across 202 two-thirds innings of work split between the Royals, Brewers, and Giants organizations. Smith missed the entire 2017 season after undoing Tommy John surgery. That's always kind of a killer there is Tommy John surgery. But returned to his mound in 2018, delivered the finest two seasons of his career. Pitching for San Francisco in 2018 and 19, Smith posted a 2.66 ERA and 2.71 FIP, striking out a whopping 35.8% of batters, face while racking up 48 saves, and earning his lone career All-Star appearance during the 2019 season. That dominant performance earned him a three-year, forty million deal with the Braves at free agency. The following winter, the lefty struggled during the left season. Um, excuse me, the first season of that deal posted a 4.50 ERA and a whopping 7.38 IFP during the shortened 2020 season, uh, which Los Angeles Dodgers will go on to win the 2020 World Series in that shortened season. Uh, Through the amount of just 16 innings of work, the reminder of the contract saw Smith uh, post decent numbers out of the bullpen as the Braves won the World Series in 2021, though he would also be shipped to Houston the following year in a swap that brought uh, Jake Ordarzi to Atlanta. Uh, overall, Smith posted a 3.69 ERA and 4.21 FIP over 127 innings while striking out 27.9% of batters faced in collecting two World Series rings between the 2021 and 2022 campaign. Um, <clears throat> in his return to the open market last year, or excuse me, last winter, Smith lingered on the free agent market until late March before ultimately signing with the Rangers on a one-year contract, $1.5 million guarantee. Uh, though Smith posted a roughly uh, league average of 4, 4.40 ERA in 2023, he managed a more uh, palatable 3.36 FIP and recorded 22 saves and 20, 27 chances for Texas last season as they went on to make the postseason for the first time since 2016 before winning their first World Series championship in franchise history and earning Smith his third consecutive World Series ring. So, uh, so that's good. You know, good for Smith. You know, he's going to be a Kansas City Royal now. So – We'll see what happens there. In other news, this was reported 42 minutes ago from the MLB Trade um, website. The Tigers are poorly in agreement with left-handed Andrew Chafin on a one-year deal that includes a club auction for the 2025 season, according to Evan Petzel of the Detroit Free Press. Petzel goes on to note that the contract comes with $4.25 base salary in 2024 that could reach up to $6.5 with incentives. The club option, worth $6.5 million, could reach $7.75 million with the Sims. that comes with a $500,000 buyout, raising the contract's total guarantee to $4.75 million. It's a reunion for the veteran lefty, who pitched in 64 games with the Tigers in 2022. Schaefer, 34, he's 34 years old, in June, was a first-round pick by the Diamondbacks in the 2011 draft. And made his big league debut not long after in 2014. He go on to play Arizona for six and a half seasons as a solid left-handed middle relief uh, a p- a option, pitching to a 3.74 ERA at 306 innings of work with the Diamondbacks before being shipped to the Cubs at the trade deadline in 2020. During that time in Arizona, Schaefer struck out 25.8 percent of batters faced while routinely posting ground ball rates north of 50 percent. The lefty's 2020 season was limited by injury woos to just. Nine and two-thirds innings, but that did not stop Chicago from retaining him on the roster headed to the 2021 season. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so Andrew Chafin, you will be a Detroit Tiger. You're going to be at, down there with uh, A.J. Hinch. They just renewed A.J. Hinch, manager's A.J. Hinch's contract for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, there were rumors going around that the Houston Astros won A.J. Hinch back, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Definitely not going to happen now because they just renewed A.J. Hinch's contract. Detroit says we like A.J. Hinch. We think he's a good coach, a good manager for our ball club. So we are going to stick with A.J. Hinch for Detroit. Uh, also, another other news, Scott Boris discusses Garrett Cole's 2024 opt-out clause. Yankees ace Garrett Cole just won the first Cy Young Award for his career in a unanimous vote last month. Uh, Garrett Cole is also a former Houston Astros. Uh, unanimous vote last month went to Cy Young, adding another significant accomplishment to the right-hander's incredible resume. The Yankees, meanwhile, are desperate to get back to the playoffs after an 82-80 campaign in 2023. The club dealt away much of its big-league-ready pitching depth in order to acquire Juan Soto and Trent Grisham in a seven-player deal last week. So yeah, Juan Soto will be going to the New York Yankees. While the trade ballistered the club's lineup considerably, it leaves them more reliant than ever on the 33-year-old than ever as they look ahead at the 2024 season. While bounce-back seasons from the likes of Carlos Rodin and Nestor Cortez could certainly take some of the burn off Cole's shoulders, it's hard to imagine much success in the Bronx next year if Cole can't muster up a repeat performance. Betting off Cole is a fairly safe decision for the Yankees since being swapped for the Pirates to the Astros prior to the 2018 season. Cole has been at near the top of virtually all pitching leaderboards. His 28.5 FWAR over the past six seasons leads all MLB pitchers and no hurl has thrown more innings than Cole's 1,076 two-third frames. Cole's 2.93 ERA is only outclassed by Jacob DeGrom, Justin Verlander, Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, and Walker Buehler. Among starting pitchers at that time frame. His 33.4% strikeout rate is only outcasted by DeGrom, Chris Sale, Tyler Glasnow, while his 297 Sierra is bested by only DeGrom and Saul. That com- combination of dominance and during puts Cole on the shortlist for the best starting pitchers of the game at the moment. So yeah, Garrett Cole, you know, probably does, you know, deserves it. The opt-out, I don't know, you know. Um, the opt-out clause, we'll see where he goes. I think he'll stay in the New York Yankees, but <clears throat> who knows? Who knows? So, yeah. So let's see what else ha- we have here, you know, besides Garrett Cole. He's a former Houston Astros. So we'll see what happens to him in the New York Yankees. The White Sox acquire Max Stassi from Braves, the Atlanta Braves. White Sox have acquired Max Stassi in cash consideration from Braves in exchange for a player to be named later. Both teams have announced the deal. Uh, this is Pearl Daryl Van Schuwen of the Chicago Sun-Times. The Braves are expected to pay for the majority of Stassi's $7 million salary next season. Stassi, who's 33 years old, in March uh, spent just one day in the Braves organization after being acquired from the Angels yesterday in a multiplayer deal with the Angels alongside infielder David Fletcher. Now the veteran catcher is off on his third organization in two days where he figures to have the opportunity to step into a regular role on the south side of Chicago. Uh, the White Sox lost Yasmin Grandall to free agency earlier that offseason and were in need of a veteran backup with a pair of uh, backstop with a pair of youngster Corey Lee behind the play in 2024. Uh, it's a neat Stassi is more than capable of fulfilling while the veteran missed the entire 2023 season. Only the first half of his absence was due to the left hip strain that prevented him from being on the opening day roster at Anaheim last season. Stassi recovered from the issue midseason, and he and his wife revealed last month that the three-month uh premature birth of their son necessitated Stassi to step away from the game and attend his family on a reminder of the 2023 campaign. That said, Stassi expects to return to the field in 2024 and has shown himself to be a quality big league catcher over the past few seasons. Initially drafted by the Oakland A's in the fourth round of the 2009 draft, Stassi made his big league debut back in 2013 with the Astros, but did not find a regular role in the majors until the 2018 season when he split time behind the play in Houston with Brian McCann and Martin Medano. Stassi did uh, well for himself in a backup role that season, slashing a respectable 226, 316, 394, and 250 play appearances. While Stassi struggled through 51 games in 2019, prompting the Astros to trade him to the Angels that year's trade deadline, Stassi was given a more prominent role upon the arrival in Anaheim. <clears throat> In 118 games between the shortened 2020 campaign and his first full season as an Angel in 2021, Stassi combined an above-average offense at the plate. 113 WRC+, with strong defense behind it to be ninth most valuable catcher in the league, according to FWAR. That strong performance led the Angels to sign Stassi to an extension through that decision would prove ill-fated. As effective as Stassi was during those two seasons, he took a step back in 2022, slashing a meager 0.180, 0.267, and 0.363, 63 WRC plus at the plate while posting framing numbers that were closer to average than the elite figures he had posted earlier in his career. So there were times where he had to take some time off uh, to deal with his family, so we wish him the best on that one, you know, sending prayers to him. And then you know he's had an up and down career so far, but hopefully he'll find a niche and we'll see where we uh, where we go from there. In other news, Babe Ruth rookie card, uh, the the Babe, you know, one of the greatest home run hitters of all time, one of the greatest baseball players of all time. His rookie card just sold for seven point, I believe, seven point eight million at auction. So, yeah, so congratulations to whoever bought the card. That's great. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens, uh, what happens there in that time frame. So, yeah, so we'll see. So, but Babe Ruth's rookie card did sell for $7.8 million at auction. So congratulations to, to whoever that bought it and have fun with it. Um, moving on, let's talk about NFL football. We have the Texans. The Houston Texans are playing the New York Jets right now. C.J. Stroud is quarterback. This game is going on right now. Um, C.J. Stroud so far has thrown for 24 yards, zero touchdowns so far, and zero interceptions. He has a passer range so far in this game of 74.3%. Um, with the absence of Tank Dell after he broke his fibula, what will C.J. Stroud do? What will the Texans do? Well, you know, we only have, what, four or five games left in the season. So we do have a, we, I mean, Houston Texans do have a uh, shot at the wild card here so let's see what happens there. Will they will they do it T- Only time will tell only time will tell when we'll see what happens there. Moving on real quick. let's talk about the history portion in this segment of the Matthew Parrish show. Uh, the history portion. who remembers the movie The Replacements distributed by Warner Brothers Studios and it came out back in 2000 and it starred Keanu Reeves as quarterback Shane Falco. Uh, who leads a group of misfits to a football season to professional football season and at the time it was the fictional It was set in Washington and the fictional Washington Sentinels But the movie was actually filmed in Baltimore and they used the Baltimore Ravens uh, Football stadium as for many of the scenes, right? Uh, in order to be believable as a quarterback Keanu Reeves went through rigorous training much like he did with John Wick with with the uh the tactical and the guns and everything uh Reeves had worked with NFL coaches and former NFL quarterbacks to see if he could uh, be believable as a signal caller out there on the big screen well he did really well a lot of NFL coaches praised his work for his footwork and his, and his able his mobility to move in the pocket right so something interesting that I think most people don't know is that during filming uh, Keanu Reeves, during the football action scenes, he threw he threw the passes himself. He dropped back himself. He did all that by himself because he wanted to. He didn't want to have a stunt double or an NFL quarterback come in and try to do the football scenes uh, and he not be in there. Um, so here's what happened. He did so well at the time that head coach, of the Baltimore Ravens, Brian Billick, was on set one day, and he looked at him, and so was the GM and some of the front office members. They offered Keanu Reeves a one-day tryout to be the Baltimore Ravens uh, quarterback, which would have been interesting. The Ravens, at the time, were doing pretty well due, due to their defense. They end up 12-4. and four. They would end up winning the Super Bowl that year. Um, they got to the wildcard round, went through the wild wildcard round, went through the divisional round, went through the uh, the championship game, and went through the Super Bowl, right? So the Ravens did really well that year, and they won the Super Bowl, largely because of his defense. But at the time, the quarterbacks for the Ravens were Chris Redman, Trent Dilfer, who was our starter, starting quarterback, and um, Tony Banks, who had a brief stint with the Dallas Cowboys at the time, and then they traded him to the Baltimore Ravens, right? So uh, – yeah, so Brian Billick liked what he saw, the front office liked what he saw when they were filming one day down at the uh, stadium, and they, sh- they saw Keanu Reeves play football, the way he moved his feet, the, his mobility in the pocket. They offered him a one-day tryout. Keanu Reeves respectfully declined because at the time, you know, he's a huge Hollywood star. He had other projects after the replacement set up, and, and he was coming off another hit, The Matrix, in 1999. So... Reeves respect, respectively, uh, respectfully uh, said no, declined the offer of the Baltimore Ravens. But in not that interesting? What would it have been like if you saw Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves play quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens? That would have been interesting. He would have got a Super Bowl ring because they won that year if he had made the team. And that is our history portion of the show. So, yeah, guys. Um... Let me know what you think about the show. Let me let me hear the comments. Let me hear the uh, let me hear the suggestions. I would love to hear what you guys suggest. Make sure you hit that little subscribe button. It's always a great time here on the Matthew Parrish Show. And listen, you guys take care. Okay, have a uh, we're in the holiday season. Happy holidays. We might do one other show, and then I might take some time off to do uh, to do some holiday stuff with the family, and then come back next year full force. It might be uh, season two. You know, we might rebrand the show a little bit. So. You guys take care. Uh, Make sure you hit that little subscribe button and have fun this holiday season. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, take care. Bye.